Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krops. Good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. Sorry about that. I managed to not press the button. You'd think after all this time I'd get that figured out. All right, so let me ask you a question. Yesterday, the Republicans walked out in the Senate. Can any of you tell me why? I'm doing this for a reason. I want to know why. What have you heard? What have you seen? Can any of you tell me why? The Republicans in the Senate in Oregon walked out and denied a quorum. Would love to get your perspective on that. Uh, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. There's a lot of other things to talk about also um, while we get going. Shamia Fagan's um, calendar showed uh, she didn't work really hard at being Secretary of State, because she was gone a lot, traveling all over the country. I wonder, maybe she was traveling all over the country for the purpose of her side job. There's another, that's a fish wrap story. There's another story today about uh, three ways Shamia Fagan's canceled cannabis contract could imperil her law license. Uh, Because... When she became Secretary of State, she let it um, just kind of lapse on purpose. Yes, I know, Super Dave. It's me and my inability to push a button. <laughs> that's why I have. Uh, that's why I have computer systems to drive my uh, tractors uh, around the field <laughs> and combine and window. Anyway, uh, there's other things going on out there, including an interesting, and this this relates to what Senate Republicans did yesterday, but in The Federalist, there is a piece today about, that's the trans insanity that's going on, is here's the headline. Faced with the rainbow mobs, Republicans have insurrectile dysfunction. Oh, and speaking of that, you know the Navy SEAL that killed bin Laden? Yeah, he he sort of blasted the Navy, bringing in a drag queen. He says, and I quote, I can't believe I fought for this bull sugar, unquote. So there you go. Uh, let me correct that real quick. There we go. All right. 
Plus, there's lots of our going uh, other things, including a great piece that we are going to play about Paul Harvey. Okay, something he said in 1965 that is happening in America today. Many of you have heard it. It's called If I Were the Devil. We're going to play it in a minute as soon as I go to a couple of other phone calls here. Let's start first with Art, and then we're going to move to Ronnie. Art, go. Good morning, Jeff. Well, hey, our prayers got answered. Republicans walked out yesterday, and according to the lead Democrat in the Senate, of course it was meritless. But what the hell does he know? He doesn't care about the Constitution, okay, our rights to free speech, and all of this other stuff. Uh, Funnier than hell, Jeff, because our Republicans have started to grow up here, except for the ladies. They can't do that. (laughs) Yeah, at least Republicans know what a woman is. Well, yeah. Apparently the Democrats don't. Well, and that's part of the problem, Jeff. You and I both know it. But if you remember, we've been talking about this unconstitutional thing about them saying that our uh, Republicans who actually work for us uh, can't walk out. Um, And, of course, they did claim that that was unconstitutional. And now maybe they'll fight it like you and I talked about, Jeff, over several shows that the Democrats are bullies. They don't care about Oregon. All they care about is their money and power. And I'm just tickled completely. But your show and us doing all the things that we've done have finally got the Republicans to say, hey, if we don't do what we need to do, we're going to be out of a job because our constituents will find somebody else to replace us. All right. Thank you, Art. I appreciate you calling. Uh, let's uh, move on to Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie, you're up next. What's on? What's? Uh, can you tell me why Republicans walked out? I can tell you three reasons, my friend. One, there's enough pressure by various key people like ourselves who don't seek fame, fortune, notoriety, that had enough and had an appointment, probably over the time period of the last two weeks, uh, a week ago I seen our minority leader and says, hey, and gave him the, uh, the words from the Korean War veteran that owns a cue ball, Mr. Liebold, to kiss his grits. And I, told them exact words that you can understand. But other than that, uh, we have to. Two, it violates the rights of the citizens of each of these senatorial, senatorial or representative districts that if they need to rest and use the First Amendment inquired by us, the body of each of these districts, they need to follow through to it. Number three, with Shemaya Fagan, I believe personally that she she didn't care. She just did what she wanted. If she'd been gone all that long, I wouldn't be surprised when the bureaucrats did everything for her. She wasn't much of a representative when she was in when she was around and as a representative. But at the same time, my brother, 
they have to sue against Measure 113. I don't care if Oregon Right to Life or anybody else. They need to put skin in that game. Because here's the argument I can make for you. If the union teachers unions and other public unions can strike or the dock workers up and down the West Coast can strike and they can't be forced back to work and they're trying to stand on the principle of the freshman right address grievances, why can't our representatives and senators use that That's an same article? Very interesting idea. Ronnie, thank you. I appreciate your perspective. Uh, Amanda, yep. let's go ahead and play If I Were the Devil from Paul Harvey. If I were the devil. If I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. The. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves, until each in its turn was consumed, and I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. We're talking about eight-year-olds and nine-year-olds and 11-year-olds and 12-year-olds. He's got over 600 images, gobs of video footage of these children. But you say this does not signal a heinous or egregious child pornography offense. And then you went on to say the defendant was merely trying to satisfy his curiosity. That's somehow a reason to only give him three months. Help me understand this. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who want it until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. I would caution against extremes. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun. What you see on TV is the way to be. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. So let me ask you, do you think any or all of that is happening today? And what's our response to it? Some of you get it, and I hope that all of you listening to me understand how important your role in stopping 
this destruction of everything that we hold dear as a nation is happening before our very eyes. And it's playing out right now in the Oregon legislature, folks. Can any of you tell me why so far none of you have told me why the Republicans have walked out? You've sort of hinted around it. You've you've given me the headlines a little bit. Tell me. Why did Republicans in the Senate walk out? Jim from West Salem writes uh, an email to Senator Canope. Says, Honorable Senator, please be the statesman I hope you to be and in your presentation of the rights of all Oregonians, please lead your Republican colleagues in a short but strategic walkout and fight these bills, 2002, 2005, and others that strip us of our freedoms, please. Now, he wrote that yesterday before the Republican walkout. Again, can any of you tell me why? What have you read? So far, what I've heard is exactly what's in the headlines. There's a reason I'm doing this back in a moment at 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Again, it's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Can any of you tell me why Republicans walked out? So far, we've had two great callers. They've told me what is in the headlines. Now, why am I asking this question? There's a reason. I'll share it with you. Dwight, uh, thanks for the great emails. GL, Timothy, thank you all. I appreciate that. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Or you can call. 503-589-1220, 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buke GMC talk line. We're grateful for the Power Auto Group not only sponsoring that talk line, but also for being a sponsor of this show, specifically Power Honda down in Albany. They're right on Highway 20. You go to the south. You're on I-5. You go to the south end of the Albany Airport. Get off there and go east and there are a couple blocks down on your right got a great selection of pre-owned certified vehicles including some hondas and boy do they have a great selection of new honda vehicles want to check it out go to their website mypowerhonda.com that's mypowerhonda.com Yesterday, I had a texting message, texting exchange with a senator. 
And, you know, this person just gave a little bit of the reasons why we'd been texting about this for several days. As I've been advocating, as you know, quite stridently and passionately on this show for them to walk out. The senator put out a press release, and a bunch of senators did. And it simply parroted the message coming out of the Senate Republicans. So that's what is being reported, isn't it? And what's the response from the Democrats? Again, there's a reason I'm doing this. And I bet you guys can figure it out because you're a smart audience. Can any of you tell me what the reasons are why the Republicans walked? And then I'm going to ask you the follow-up question. I know it's not fair to Art and Ronnie or those of you who've emailed me about this already. Um, So I'll... Doug wrote a... um, email about doesn't matter which side of the aisle they sit on politicians and governments are owned by the central bank we have more bank failures by the way and then he writes why did republicans walk fear of ostracism from the herd all animals are addicted to power well maybe they did fear what Ronnie talked about, what Art talks about, you hold them accountable. How do you do that? You take them out in a primary election. If you're not going to stand up, you get ostracized by who? Those of us who believe in the values of life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Nancy writes text message to me. May God bless you, Jeff, for running the piece by Paul Harvey. Wouldn't mind if you ran it every week. We all need to be reminded of Satan's willingness. Thank you very much with much respect. By the way, today is the war room, folks. Come and join us. I should be there about nine o'clock. It's in the Bay Room at the Ike Box Coffee House. Across the street from the Capitol. Chemeketa and Cottage Streets. The war room will go from ostensibly 8 o'clock till 3 o'clock today. I'll be there. I have a special guest showing up from Washington, D.C. Not going to tell you who that is. But I'm going to be there today. It is the National Day of Prayer. Also, Nancy writes, as to why the Republicans walked out, can't say, but I'm ready to can their blanks if they don't pull together. Maybe they listened to you on KSLM. It would benefit them. Thank you, Nancy. Let's go to Rebecca. Go, Rebecca. These people that are writing, that you're reading their emails, um, are a proof of my point. Uh, When we first started the Oregon Citizens Lobby, Republicans came to talk to us while we were meeting on our days in the Capitol. 
and they said, thank you for coming here. Thank you for being part of the process. We don't ever have anybody come down here to support us. And that's what, that's why now that they've walked, everybody is writing emails about what horrible people they are. When, when Republicans do the right thing, why do we turn around and attack them? It doesn't make any sense to me why we don't stand together. So is, is is that what you think I'm doing, that I'm... No, I'm talking about these okay. emails. They're, these emails that you're reading are people saying that there's no nothing good that they're that these people are doing that the only reason that they're doing this is because that we've forced them to but they're really um creeps anyway we don't support our own the, the democrats are going to attack them and and then we attack them too Ah, now we're getting a little closer to the truth and i'll tell you thank you rebecca i'll tell you What's going on here? The other side of this break at 6.30 in the morning. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-four minutes before the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. If you want to call and comment about what we're talking about today, just primarily. Oregon Senate Republicans walked out. Can you tell me why? And then, what's the impact of why? I'm going to tell you in a moment what that is exactly. Again, it's 503-589-1220. It's the Power Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot News got a great one from Julie and from Rich, and I'll read them in a moment. Yesterday uh, on the farm, my father's widow had a local heating and cooling company come by and do a twice yearly maintenance on her heat pumps. She has two heat pumps in their home. You know, maybe you ought to do the same thing with your heat pump or your HVAC system, whatever it is, even if it's not acting up, just routine maintenance is going to keep it in a much better working condition so that it doesn't fail on you when you need it. You know, when those really warm days show up, it's a great reason for you to call Freedom Heating and Air. Just annual maintenance. They'll come out and they'll do it for you. Makes sense. Give them a call, 503-580-1456. Get ahead of the curve. Don't get caught. 503-580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. That's freedomheatingandair.net. Here's what Julie wrote. I may be wrong. She's talking about the walkout. Bills have to be written to allow a person in early high school 
can read and comprehend the language. The claim is these did not meet the criteria. Yes, that's the claim. That's what the news media is reporting. Rich writes an email, says, I think it's time for a RICO investigation into the upper management of the state of Oregon. While we're at it, how about into the Oregon Republican Party and the Democrat Communist Party in Oregon? Mm. Today, by the way, and thank you both to Art and to a state employee who shall never be named, today is the National Day of Prayer. The state employee says, hopefully many around our country will gather at churches and other locations to pray to God and ask for his blessing. My question is, is it right to ask God to bless America, an America that has largely turned its back on him, has rejected his word and will, and that increasingly ridicules and blasphemes his character. Why should God bless this America? How can we ask God to bless America when we refuse to obey and honor him? Instead of asking God to bless America, our focus should be crying out to him for mercy, repenting of our personal and national sins, and dedicating ourselves to follow and obey him, no matter what, the future holds. Uh, it's kind of hard to argue with that. You know, there's a great verse in the Bible. If my people, which are called by my name, and this nation is called by God, will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. Then they will hear from heaven, and I will heal their land. Folks, America, some of you may not know this, was kind of officially founded in April of 1607 when the Jamestown group arrived. There had been other colonies that had started prior to Jamestown uh, arriving, this group of pilgrims, if you will, led by Robert Hunt, who was an Anglican priest. They had been in America previously. Those settlements had failed. Jamestown succeeded. Robert Hunt and his group went into the Chesapeake Bay. They walked up a dune and they brought with them a makeshift crude wooden cross from England. And they planted it in the sand at Cape Henry. And Robert Hunt said this, quote, from these very shores, the gospel shall go forth to not only this new world, but the entire world. Unquote. America was dedicated in its founding. And there's a lot of other quotes from our founding fathers. I have quotes from the Bible. For you see, today is the National Day of Prayer, and I will be praying at the Lynn County Courthouse at 6 o'clock this evening. And then on a Zoom call prayer 
at 7, and then at 7.30, I will be in Salem for the National Day of Prayer. I'll be praying for government in the first two um, opportunities to pray, and then I'll be praying for the military in Salem across from the Capitol. I hope that you do pray for America, pray for our leadership, all of them, even those that we do not like, even those who try to steal our liberty, like our parental rights with House Bill 2002, bravo, or 2005. We're gonna talk about all of this today in the war room and more, so come and join us at the Ike Box and then be determined to go somewhere for the National Day of Prayer. Now, Gary, hang on. I'm going to get to you because I need to make a point here. Yes, kudos to the Senate Republicans for denying a quorum yesterday. Kudos. Good job. Glad you did it. You're losing the PR battle. Every one of you have rightly elicited those in email and by phone calls the reasons the Republicans put forward as to why they walked out. Here are the headlines. Oregonian. Oregon Republicans boycott the state capitol. Fox 12. Senate Republicans stage a walkout. And on and on and on. And then you read further and you get the Democrats' messages. This is about denying abortion rights after Roe v. Wade was overturned. And what do the Republicans say? Everything that you guys have rightly spoken back to me. Well, this is about plain language in the Constitution. And they're not following the Constitution. And we're going to file lawsuit against that plain language. By the way, they're not filing lawsuit against Measure 113. Not yet. It needs to happen. They're losing the PR battle, folks. Everything that I have been harping about, everything that lits your fuse that enrages parents they're not saying a word about the only person who did was kim thatcher well lithicum did too i i i have to say that previously but not yesterday brian boquist previously boquist was one of the ones who walked out kim thatcher was excused they're losing the pr battle folks they are not using the single most important thing to their advantage. They are losing the PR battle. You know what the single most important thing is? The loss of parental rights. And you make that point. It should have been the only thing Tim Canope said, but he can't help himself, folks. He views himself as this great strategic thinker give me a break their argument is an esoteric argument that nobody cares about they oughta 
Yeah, every bill ought to be written in plain language, as Oregon law says. And they're right to point that out, but that ain't what you lead with. You lead with the sexy part that gets the parents who are on the fence, who don't even know this bill is being passed, gets them enraged. You know what that is? Ten-year-olds getting abortions without parents' consent. Transgender 15-year-olds getting surgeries and chemical castration without the parents' consent. That's what you lead with. And they ain't doing it. They better start fast. And you need to help them see the light if they're going to use this to their advantage. Gary, hang on. I'll get to you on the other side of the break, I promise you. What do you think? Hmm? Am I right about this or am I wrong? Just look at the headlines and you tell me how effective it is. Because it ain't. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. National Day of Prayer meeting at the Capitol is the west end of the Capitol building. Wilson Park near the gazebo. Okay, that begins at 7 o'clock. I won't. Be, I go on to pray over the military at 7.30. I hope you all can come and just pray with us. We need a lot of repenting. We need a lot of asking for mercy, for the garbage that we are allowing to come out of this legislature. We need to pray for our leaders for producing this garbage that they have a miraculous and a divine turnaround. And if that doesn't work, we need to pray that there's chaos in their ranks so they cannot pass this garbage. It is an abomination to God Almighty. All of it. As promised, let's go to the phones. I've got a couple of calls. We'll start with Gary. Go Beebs. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. You know, Democrats are really good at solving imaginary problems. And it's it's time to uh, it's time to just ignore some of this insanity that they're talking about. Uh, they they want to talk about um, you know more than two sexes. They want to talk about transsexualism. They want to talk about uh, global warming. They want to talk about uh, everything that is imaginary and not real. Uh, while we, so that they don't have to talk about their failed, uh, policies with the economy. I've been in the lumber industry 30 years and this is about as bad as I have ever seen it. Uh, it, it's, uh, probably worse than the Obama years, uh, 2008, uh, the trucking industry, uh, deal with them and it is, uh, it is wholesale, um, train wreck over there. 
the cost of uh, fuel is up. Their prices are are down. And I think, I mean, I, I haven't seen trucking as bad as this ever. Uh, I think that they've lost their credit lines and can't uh, buy fuel, and a lot of trucks have parked. Uh, it's, it's just an absolute disaster out there. Um, the, the lumber industry is basically in depression era, not recession. Uh, and this is why they want to talk about things that make absolute, that's pure insanity, that make absolute no sense. And, um, we, uh, we, we have to resist that because this, you know, paying $4 for gas is destroying everything. Uh, and it's going to only get worse as we go forward and they've got no solution. Yeah. You know, and it it is going to get worse because there's this rule that the board of forestry is planning on implementing that cuts off at least 50% of harvesting Oregon timber from federal lands, state lands, 50%. For 70 years. Even though it's already pr- completely mismanaged uh, by the Forest Service, they, are, they would rather the forest burn than manage it properly and get them healthy because they, they believe this religion that, uh, that they are the saviors of the earth uh, that is a pure paganistic worship uh, and will not bend from it. So they would rather the forest burn from their ignorance and uh, uh, arrogance than manage them properly and, uh, and rotate them. Well said. Gary, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Good Go Beavs. Gateway Pundit has the right headline about what Republicans should have been saying. And caller, hang on, I'm gonna get you in just a quick second here. Here's their headline. Oregon bill to hide children from parental knowledge on abortions, gender surgery passes the state house. They get it. Knope and his bunch of geniuses apparently don't because they want to talk about the Constitution in plain language. It's all well and good, and they're right, but that ain't what you lead with. That doesn't move the needle. You want to stop this thing? You want to build a groundswell of absolute enraged anger? That ain't how you do it. Do it. Just like Gateway Pundit said, it's about 10-year-olds getting abortions without parents' consent. Let's go to the next caller. Good morning. Who are you? Hey, good morning, Jeff. It's Josh from Noncompliant America, and I'm enjoying your show today. Hey, by the way, you sent me an interesting email about these these two candidates that we had at uh, the coffee clatch. One of them, the campaign manager saying she didn't have time to come on the air with you. What? Yeah, so that's a whole story. I, w- I got a couple points I want to cover real quick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in regards, in regards to Gary, because I think it all ties together. The big okay. thing is, is Gary mentioned about uh, Obama, on how the economy was in Obama. 
we all got to understand we're in the third term of Obama, right? We all know who so we are. who's running this campaign is. That's right. It's it's Obama. It's it's Obama years all over again, except it's much more sophisticated. They got a a bigger, deeper uh, grab on our economy and our culture and stuff like that. And the Republican Party <laughs> has a huge amount of infiltrators surrounding it, and that's why they come out with their PR of this nonsense regards to language rather than calling a squirrel a squirrel for what it is. You know, we're sick here in this state. Right. Go ahead. So the second last thing is I think that uh, a lot of the Republicans that aren't being handled improperly, which we're going to talk about this school board uh, individual who has this manager who's basically spiking her campaign and keeping her from uh, getting publicity. I think they're scared of the uh, the Democrats themselves and the splinter groups. So these representatives you have all these splinter groups that are just harassing these Republicans. And so they're scared to actually do what they need to do because they're scared of the trans cult communists that basically is the modern day uh, brown shirts and the Red Army, you know, that are trying to intimidate people. People are self-censoring. So they're not wanting to say exactly what you're saying and what the public yes. saying and yes. what the public screaming they don't want to address it because they're scared. And and then the last point is that climate, the climate nonsense is the new religion of the state, right? It's, it's what they're adopting is climate is going to be the new religion. So, but I digress in that the, uh, so I have a breaking story. I'm going to come out. Uh, I'm giving them a chance to respond right now. So the campaign manager uh, for this representative who's running for school board, just wrote, they were supposed to come on my show today. She, uh, I don't know if she's even aware of it, so I'm going to give her an opportunity to respond. But this individual Good. basically said she's too busy between now and the, the election to where she can't come on my show um, because she's just too busy. She's running for school board. I only need about a half hour of her time. I just think it's absolutely crazy that her campaign's getting spiked right at the key point when everybody's voting. Quickly, when's your show and when can people listen? Uh, it's coming on at 4 p.m. on Saturday. Can't tell in. Thank you, John. See you tomorrow. Goodbye.